You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey friends, Michael McIntyre here. And this podcast that you're about to hear is awesome. I hope you enjoy it. Listen, I have a lot of people asking this. McIntyre, when is the next next level experience? Well, it's going to be right here in Dallas, Texas, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. This is not a conference. Each day builds on itself. You get to be at all three days. It starts on Friday, March 10th at 2.30 p.m. and goes to about 9.30 p.m. that evening. And then Saturday morning, it starts 8 a.m. sharp and goes to about 9.30 p.m. that Saturday night. Then Sunday morning, same thing, 8 a.m. sharp to 9.30 p.m. that evening. It's intense. It's Holy Spirit. It's all about Jesus. It's all about taking your life to the next level. Maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you've been stuck for a while. Maybe your life is working. That's great. That's what we want your life to be working. But we want it to go bigger. You know there's more for you. So if you do, you want to come in. Listen, that's what we do. We help take your life to the next level. It's not for snowflakes. It's intense. It's fun. It's beautiful. We talk about business. We talk about relationships. We talk about Jesus. And we talk about things in your life to get you unstuck and help you get to where you want to be. Maybe a new business, maybe a book, maybe just a career change, maybe just go to the next level. So join us. Go check us out at themichaelmcintyre.com and apply now. No cost up front. At the end, if you want to pay it forward, God bless you. That's awesome. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy this podcast and share it with your friends. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre here, your most humblest host here at the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre. Hey, it's a great day, man. Hope you're doing great. Having a blessed day. God bless us and all those who are listening to us. Uh, give us uh, supernatural favor in our relationships, and our physical being, in our spiritual relationships with you, Lord, and our financial. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, look, I want to dive in today here. I wanted to uh, bring some information to you. I've got, I wrote this book, gosh, it's been back in 2011, called The Authentic Salesman. And uh, you can get it on Amazon or you can just email us in and we'll send you one. If you buy it from us directly, we'll even sign it for you. All right. So the authentic salesman, mastering the art of transforming real objections into real transactions. What does that mean? Look, we're all in sales. Okay. Every one of us. I don't care if you're a school teacher. I don't care if you're an engineer. If you're a, you know, a real estate agent, you're definitely in that. But we all are in the sales. Jesus was in the sales, right? The disciples were in sales. They were selling an idea of a new, a new world, a, you know, a gospel, a new order. And uh, there was a lot of gospels that were coming out back in the day when Jesus was walking the earth. And, you know, with the Romans and the Greeks and everybody had a gospel. And then uh, the, the new kingdom and this new kingdom that Jesus was professing, was telling people about, it was a kingdom that you couldn't see because they thought Jesus was going to be the king of their uh, their earthly kingdom. At any rate, let's talk about let's talk about transforming objections. Because look, everybody has objections, and you you're not going to make a sale in anything you do until you get an objection. People say McIntyre, that's crazy talk. Why why do you say that? Well, look, 
you know, if, does anybody ever just say, yes, I want that right away? Maybe if it's groceries, <laughs> right? Or if they're, you know, ordering off a menu. But in actuality, if they're spending any kind of money on a on a durable good, which is a is the economist list as a good that lasts longer than five years, a wash machine, a dryer, an automobile, um, maybe a swimming pool, maybe aluminum siding, I don't know, uh, any kind of durable good or a house or a car, right? Uh, so, uh, all right, let's get into that for a second. And I think it's really good to get into that. So there's seven secrets here, I believe, in the, in, the, in accepting in sales. And when I say sales, I mean anything that we're doing in life. You know, we could be a school teacher. We could be a pastor. Pastor's big in the sales. Uh, really an entrepreneurial uh, pastor, more than likely, unless they're with one of the big denominations. Uh, so, you know, being a pastor, being a worship leader, uh, just, you know, hey, you know, being a, being a house dad, a house mom, uh, whatever that looks like, you know, we're all into sales. And so there's seven secrets I've written in this book. And the first one is is really uh is it's called taking responsibility and how does this look how does this look in in any of our lives you know we can all get into the blame game very easily been there done that still go there sometimes but it's real important if we take responsibility for our actions and for all the choices that we make because make no mistake about it you're at your place in life today because of the choices that you've made in your life and people say, well, McIntyre, you know, I had bad luck this, I had bad luck that, and that guy stole from me, and she broke my heart, or what have you. Listen, everybody has circumstances, okay? It just depends on how big your commitment is. But the main thing is that you've got to take responsibility. And once you take responsibility for where you're at, life gets a lot better because you mature. And I think that's where God wants you to be, right? And so what does that look like, you know? It, it always baffles me for any president that comes into the White House, Republican or Democrat. But, you know, all right, for my, you know, like, I'll never forget when when uh, President Obama came into the White House and all uh, all he could do is complain about Bush and the previous, you know, how he's mopping up his mess, how he's doing that, how he's blaming this and blaming that. And I just it really dawned on me. I said, you know, that's not true leadership true leadership will take responsibility and listen if you if it's on your watch man it's you own it whether somebody else did it or not and just like in a business if you come in as a ceo of a new company and you say hey that wasn't on my watch that previous ceo did that or cfo did that or the whole of their team did that listen that's not taking responsibility nobody's going to follow that nobody wants to except for those other with victim and victim mentality so my word is to take responsibility. And listen, it's not easy, man. It's not. Nobody wants to take responsibility for their failures. But the only way to get past that is to own them, okay? You've got to own it. Uh, you are where you are because of the choices that you've made throughout your life, no matter what they are or where you are. Whatever has happened to you is all because from the, uh, of, of you. Moving to Texas was a direct result of my decision to join the military rather than going straight to college. My wife and I married young. I went into the insurance business in an unconventional way. All of these changes brought me to where I am today. Take ownership of your circumstances and your life. We make a choice 
and then deal with the consequences, good or bad, of that decision. In the end, we learn from everything we do. If we are smart, we take that knowledge and apply it to things that we do in the future so that we do not make that same mistake once more. All right. That's a little excerpt from my book, The Authentic Salesman. So take ownership. Be responsible. Once you do, once you surrender to that, everything else kind of goes away and, and you don't have any of that, that heaviness on you any longer. Uh, the second thing is learn, learn, and learn some more. I'm coaching somebody right now, uh, an amazing man, very educated medical doctor, surgeon, and he's constantly learning, constantly diving into new books. And I love that about him. He's got, he inspires me. And I think that's really important to keep learning, learn as much as you possibly can. And you know, when you stop learning is when you die, you know, uh, you know, you're always a work in progress. And so keep on learning and study. Uh, it's really good. I think it keeps your mind fresh. It keeps you solid. It keeps you on uh, your true north, and uh, yeah, and it's and it's beneficial for you and your family. Um, yeah, so I, I wrote here. Uh, my memoir taught me the importance of reading the newspaper. Yeah, my mentor did. Uh, my memoir. <laughs> yeah, my mentor taught me reading the newspaper. USA Today, the Wall Street Journal, the local paper. Uh, and industry periodicals helped me stay in touch with my profession and enable me to speak about current events, which are important. Listen, you need to know the water you're swimming in. You really do. And uh, my late father-in-law taught me that. He said, listen, you got to read the paper. You can make a lot of money. And I have. I made millions of dollars of reading the paper in just different things. And I think I shared this with you all once before back in 1987 when, when the Economic Recovery Tax Act was passed. I changed up my mail piece to this thing, and I was dropping 400,000 pieces of mail a month, uh, up to 600,000 pieces of mail. And man, that's a big number, right? It's a, you know, we were spending $6 million a year on postage. And so when I changed that mail piece and made it fresh, it increased my pull almost 1.5%, which really reduced my lead cost by 30%. So my leads went from $20 a piece uh, all the way down to about $14 a piece. That's a big difference when you're spending that much money on a regular basis. So uh, read the newspapers. I know nowadays everything's on your app, which is great. Get your Wall Street Journal app. Start reading that stuff daily. It can make you millions of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, maybe just even a few hundred, which might change your day, might change your week, could change the course of your life. Yeah. So keep learning. If you're in the profession or whatever profession you're in, keep learning. Ask questions. I uh, go to go to conferences. I'm not a big conference goer, but look, sometimes you need to go. Um, yeah. All right. Third thing is step into the gap. What's the gap? That's the gap between where you're at, your comfort zone, and where you want to be. And guess what? It's lonely in that gap. Why? Because it's a little bit terrifying. But that's why we have faith. And so you step into the gap because if you stay in your comfort zone too long, you're going to die in that comfort zone. Success is all about being uncomfortable. All right. So just have to step out into it. How do you do it? Get a coach. We got coaching here at McIntyre. Get a mentor. Get somebody that's been there before. You know, I often tell people it's, it's a wise man learns from his own mistakes, but a genius learns from others' mistakes. Why sit there and spend tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in heartache when you can spend a fraction of that and get coached in that process? Makes no sense. So go out and do it get coached, step into the gap. All right. Fourth, come from the heart. This is real important. Um, 
some of you thinking right here, some of you thinking, oh no, the touchy feely stuff. Yep, it's touchy feely stuff. Yep. Uh, you know, do, do you want to help people? Uh, it's that basic. As humans, we are emotional beings. If you exercise your heart a little, it will go a long way for you and and the people you come in contact with. We can only come from two places, either the heart, which is love, or ego, which is fear. And God is love and ego and fear is the enemy, Satan, the devil, Beelzebub, the dark one. Yeah. So you can come from love or you can come from fear. And which one do you want to do? And it's real simple. You know, and I always say come from your heart. Uh the ego and the pride, man, I tell you what, it's no good. I've spent and lost a lot of money on that stuff. I really have. So it's real important where you come from. And just take a check. You know, if you're in a situation and you're thinking, man, I'm really disappointed in this process. I'm really disappointed. Are you coming from your ego, which is fear, or are you coming from your heart, which is love? Where are you coming from? All right. Check that because it makes makes a big difference in the possibilities on the outcome financially spiritually physically and relationally all right number five dare to be different listen it's easy to copy the cat right being a copycat is no big deal no it doesn't take any creativity it's laziness dare to be different come up with something different how do you do that you pray on it you ask the holy spirit you know god is the ultimate creator and he made us in his image you are very creative. Just let your creative juices flow. And look, that doesn't mean the first idea you come to is going to be perfect. You know, bounce it off somebody. Find somebody that you really love and trust and you care about. Dare to be different. Uh, if you are making a presentation to a couple that has been married for more than 25 years, chances are they have had several hundred presentations of one kind or another. The people who pay attention usually know more closes than the closer so you must be different how be creative if you're going to give a presentation to a baby boomer or seniors and you are going to be in their home never go empty-handed you can go to the farmer's market pick up some fresh produce uh, for next to nothing go get some large uh, go get some cloth bags or nice paper bags with handles and carry your gift into you to the door uh, when the client opens the door Take one step back, wipe your feet, and say something like, Hello, Mr. Prospect. My name is Michael McIntyre, and my wife and I thought it would be really nice to give you some fresh boots, fruit, and vegetables today. Listen, it's weird. It's different, right? But dare to be different. And I'm just using that as an example. It could be something completely different in a different atmosphere. Um, Stacy and I, and well, my daughter, Brecca, who has an amazing high-end concierge business called the Lux Supply.com, Lux uh, Supply.com, giving her a plug. Uh, found this company out there, and I'm sure you guys know about it now. It's called Crumbles. And it's got these cookies, man. I swear that the angels in heaven dip heaven sugar in these things. I mean, they're insanely good. And so what we do is when we come across somebody, a vendor, my doctor, a dentist, uh, uh, something that somebody that we do business with we you know uh i used to send uh tiff's cookies or tufts i can't remember the name but anyways uh we send crumbles now and it's twice maybe 10 times more expensive than the other ones but they're amazing and they have a lasting impression dare to be different send something different don't just always send flowers be different don't always just show up with just you know a bottle of wine 
which is nice, but be different. Maybe a box of crumbles, maybe a nice uh, bag of vegetables from the farmer's market. I don't know. Uh, they might look at you funny, but you're going to be different. And that's what separates wheat from the chaff. Yes? All right. Forgive. Number six. Forgive. Yeah. We tend to criticize many things and we get into the habit of making judgments. The harder but much more beneficial option is to forgive others. The old adage, you know, you're drinking poison, you know, uh, not forgiving somebody is like drinking poison and hoping that they die. And forgiveness is free and it's 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 worth millions and it's available to everybody, but only used by a few. Yeah. So forgiveness. He's a success man. Forgiveness. Don't be holding grudges. Really not. It's not worth it. There's no there there. And I know many of you know this, but sometimes we just need a gentle reminder. Yeah, I do, too. All right. The last thing, the last seven secrets of success. It's probably the most important thing is persevere. Perseverance. <laughs> How many times have we wanted to quit? I talk about this a lot in my book. Um, you know, in sales, you get disappointed, you get rejection, you get you get tired, the grind. You know, if you're in true sales, I was in straight commission sales for a long time. And look, uh, it's tough. It really is. You got to take that rejection. But it's very rewarding if you persevere. And I've had many times wanting to quit. And I never forget, I've shared this before. So forgive me if you've heard it before, but I had a really good manager and I told the manager, I said, man, I, I think I, I went down to Beaumont, Texas, which is about a six and a half hour drive from Dallas and worked my butt off all week. Didn't make a sale. It was just a terrible week. One of the few times I ever blanked. And I remember driving back. I made, a, made one small sale, but it didn't cover my expenses and my lead cost. And it was just a it was yucky. It was in the February and it was yucky weather. And, um, you know, I had a mortgage. I had uh, Stacy and I had two children. And anyways, I was driving back, which is a six hour drive. And man, I, I wanted to quit. My manager said, listen, McIntyre, you can quit all you want. You can quit, you know. And I did. I, I told that windshield all the way back how many reasons why I wanted to quit. And they're all good, valid reasons, too. They really were. But he said something to me really profound. He says, you can quit all you want. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah. So, and I didn't. And so I persevered, ended up making a tremendous amount of money and great wealth and, and, and created a lot of wealthy wealth for other people. So the key is perseverance. And you need that motivation. You need something in there. You need Jesus in that. You know, Philippians 4, 6, you know, 413, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And have that community. And that's why one of the things we do at Next Level Experience is develop that strong community. So uh, how many stories have you read about perseverance? You know, we know the antidote um, and how how we know them to be true. So why do we quit? We quit because it's easier to quit than to go on. And when we are at uh, when we, to go on when we're at the end of our rope, it is it's much, much easier to quit than to persevere. But that's what separates the wheat from the chaff, the men from the boys, the girls from the women, the millionaires from the brokes perseverance you know we all get discouraged and disappointed it's normal to feel defeated sometimes the key is to feel it and then move on yeah that's what you gotta do 
persevere. And look, man, you know, uh, since I became a Christian, since I gave my life to Jesus, you know, you know, Stacy and I pray on all the time. And, you know, during tough times, you know, even, even look, and I don't care who you are. I don't care. I've had, you know, wonderful financial success. I've had wonderful marriage success, children's success, but I've also had some difficult times financially, marriage and children. And in those times, you need to, you need to call out to your father consistently. And in the good times, praise the father, call out to him. You know, a good friend of mine, Michael Malden taught me, you know, anytime things got really bad, him and Meredith, his wife would turn on worship music. Come on. That's called perseverance, man. It's called bringing the Holy Spirit right along with you because that's what, that's what Paul did when he was in prison, right? Uh, they started worshiping, right? They started praising God, worshiping. What happened? Gabriel showed up, man. All right. So there's, there's just a little bit about the book I wrote uh, back in 2011, The Authentic Salesman. And it's, it's really a good heart. It's a good, you know, how-to book uh, for people. It's got some funny stories in. It's got a little bit about my life in that moment back then, um, which is kind of interesting. And some of it, I look back at it, which is kind of fun. In uh, the forewords by my good friend, Jerry Jones Jr., the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll read just his little uh, thing here, what he says, which I thought was pretty good. He said, um, I met Michael for the first time in early 2005 at the Young Presidents Organization. We are both members of YPO organization that connects successful young chief executives in a global network. Founded in 1950 in New York City by Ray Hickok, the organization unites approximately 18,000 business leaders in more than 100 countries around a shared mission. Better leaders through education and idea exchange. As a YPO forum member, I've come to regard Michael not only as a masterful salesman, but as a close friend as well. As I look at this book, I discover that was not just another how-to book on sales. It's much more than that. It's a book written by a guy who lives and breathes selling. I believe in the saying, you can't teach what you don't know, and you can't lead where you won't go. When it comes to selling, Michael can teach and lead all day long. So, and then he goes on and on, and he's really generous in his, his accolades through here. But uh, Jerry Jones Jr. is executive vice president and chief of sales and marketing at the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. So, uh, Jerry was really good in this process. And I'll never forget when I said, hey, I wanted you to write the forward to my book. And he goes, do you want my dad to write it, Michael? I said, no, man, I don't know your dad. I, I've met senior a couple times at some functions and stuff but i had a relationship with jerry jones jr and i said man i want you to write this forward you know me and he kind of he kind of teared up and said man that's really i really appreciate that you know and um sometimes living in the shadow of greatness is really difficult and my friend jerry jones jr is a uh, a great father it's a great husband uh he's a great marketing guy listen he put together some really cool deals uh, when the when the tower the the Freedom Tower went up in New York, he went up there and looked at the Wall Street Journal, and read an article, and got an idea, and went up there and cut the deal and, and managing that. So uh, he's a lawyer too, went to SMU. Anyways, good friend, wrote the forward, and uh, he writes some really cool stuff in there. So uh, if you're interested in the book, you can get it on Amazon. I'm not trying to sell books at all here, believe me. Uh, I'm giving away a lot more than I've sold. Uh, but if you do want it, let us know, and I'll sign it and send it to you. 
but there are seven secrets. There's also several life lessons in this book and actual how to make the clothes. And I give a good deal about my five-point clothes, which I've engineered and perfected over time, which has made people hundreds of thousands of dollars. In fact, some people made millions of dollars in it. Anyways, listen, sales is important in this country. Nothing gets done. We wouldn't have hospitals. We wouldn't have bridges. We wouldn't have, you know, buildings being built. You know, just because the architect makes the design, somebody's got to convince, you know, who's ever going to invest in that building to build it because it might cost $25 million or $100 million to build that building. Somebody's got to make that sale, right? And so, you know, it might not be just a one-call close, obviously, uh, which is kind of salesman I was, but it's a process and sales is a process and it's a good process. And when you have, when you believe in your product, when you believe in what you're doing, it's an easier process. But uh, yeah, so whether you're in marriage, whether you're a school teacher, whether you're an engineer, whether you're selling, you know, insurance, or whether you're selling automobiles or real estate, we're all into sales, all of us. So God bless you out there. Listen, thank you so much for listening to the Next Level Podcast. I'm Michael McIntyre, your humble host. We're excited about where we're at. We've got Next Level Experience. We've got Leadership 300. We're doing our MBA um, bi-yearly, so, uh, which is really great. McIntyre Business Accelerator. Go check us out at the authentic, the authentic, themichaelmcintyre.com. Uh, switch gears, themichaelmcintyre.com. And uh, check it out. NLA is coming up and it uh, doesn't cost you anything to come in. It's really cool. And um, yeah, so we have all kinds of people to come in. And it's really interesting. It's really a cool vibe. Uh, it's not a conference. Each day builds on itself. You need to be there all three days. You get to be. Cost you nothing to come in at the end if you want to bless us and pay it forward. Whatever you think it's worth, we're down for that. Yeah. So I share a lot of intimate things about my life and my family's life and my success and some of my failures. And you learn a lot. And it's all Holy Spirit. So go check it out. Uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, yeah. So Remember this, you know, uh, it's important to keep looking forward. It's important to have the mindset of success, whatever that looks like, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your education, whether it's your company, uh, whether it's your you know, worship team, whatever it looks like, have that mindset for success and do that daily saying, look, I, you know, I deserve to be prosperous. You know, I, you have great worth just being yourself. These are affirmations you want to say, you know, in the old days, the, uh, the rabbis, well, they still do. The rabbis had to memorize Torah. And I mean, memorize it like verbatim memorize it. And there's a reason for that, because once it's in you, it's in you, then you can you can open up to other things and other other messages. And so I, I often tell people you should memorize your positive affirmations and say them daily, sometimes multiple times a day. Yeah. All right. So listen, none of this is easy. It's not. But guess this. <laughs> or know this it's not supposed to be easy yeah keep your eye on the prize which is jesus christ keep your north star man keep that plumb line and uh yeah get in that slipstream and get in that river you get in that river and it's things go well they really do and uh find yourself a community if your church is not discipling you seek somebody else seek out some disciples seek out some mentors it's important all right so god bless you and thank you for listening to the um next level podcast please share give us a rating share it with somebody yeah come on it's good we enjoy it we enjoy building this group we got you know a few hundred thousand people downloaded this thing and we're we're excited about it we want to take this to the next level
Yeah, we got some really cool, exciting things coming up in 2023. Uh, God willing, we're going to have our MBA Productions, the Accelerator, come out. Right now, the pilot is in edit. And man, does edit take a long time. It's called Perseverance, baby. <laughs> we're on it. All right, that's it. I'm out. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And uh, Jesus is King. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.